You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? How about no, Scott? All right, you nerds, blurds, geeks, and freaks. It's that time again for the unequivocated, highly underrated, got to know who made it, show we call Pop Stew. Right now, I'm very hungry. Your source for reviews, whether it's the new hotness or f***ing clown shoes. Broadcasting live from Planet Wakanda. Open the pod bay doors, pal. Across the cosmos to your ear holes. It's your host, AK and Stubert. With the latest edition hot and fresh out the kitchen. I'll have what she's having. It's Bob Stew. We want it now! Welcome everyone to another episode of Pop Stew. I'm your host, AK. But on this episode, Stubert's not here. He's he's not on this episode. I think he went spelunking in Australia or he's climbing mountains in Mount Kilimanjaro. I think that's what he's doing. But right now I have a special co-host. She is an author, an award winner, public speaker, and my wife, <laughs> Dr. Nicole Ferguson. Hello, everybody. It's great to be here, and thank you for having me on the show, AK, AKA my hubby. <laughs> <laughs> Had to throw that in there, did you? Yeah, I know. I was going to do it, so. Okay. <laughs> but today, we're going to be talking about Christmas movies. It's December. It's the holiday season. I know it's your favorite. Yes, it is my favorite holiday. I even have like a Christmas tree up at work with the lights and everything. I'm like so excited. You you were really excited about putting this Christmas tree up. It's it's the holiday season. It's the season of joy. It's the season of giving. It's when everybody is I don't know, it's just the spirit of Christmas I enjoy and this is a special time of year, so So we're gonna be talking about Christmas movies, couple of our favorites. Yes. We have, every year we do a uh, Christmas movie marathon. Yes, the Ferguson Household Christmas movie marathon. Tradition we started. We have our core favorites and then we throw in some new ones. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about a few of our favorites. So normally what we do is we do our top three okay. and, then, and then I'll give you one honorable mention. Oh, okay. So we're going to go start from three and then count down to one. We can start with honorable we'll mention. We'll start with honorable mention. So what, I'll, I'll let you go first. What is your honorable mention? Okay, my honorable mention is Batman Returns. Batman it, Returns? Yes. Where did you see that movie from, I wonder? Okay, well, you put me on to it. I yeah. Mean, I know, already watched it. I mean, it, it's, it's one of the movies that I, I've seen as a kid, but... You never really appreciated how it's a Christmas classic. I never really appreciated its Christmas value until we started watching it together. So it kind of holds like a sentimental value now. It's a classic 90s nostalgia movie, but it has like a Christmas theme to it. So I kind of love the, the two. Um, that, that was like 80, no, it was 92, right? I, I believe so. it was 92. It, early 90s so tim burton classic it upset a lot of people well i don't know why because it's an awesome movie it is an awesome movie but they wanted to sell like toys and oh, batman returns is it really child friendly it's very 
sexualized and sexuality windows. And but see, I didn't really see that as a we kid. We didn't see it as a kid, but as an adult, I've seen it. And it's like, like oh, it's Batman. And I'm like a huge And they fan wanted to sell, movie. like, McDonald's toys. Oh, well, you're not going to do that with this one. But Well, I'm they like, did it because I had some. I'm like a huge fan of Michael Keaton, Batman. Um, yeah, that's my favorite, too. This reminds me of my childhood. What about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Michelle Pfeiffer. I love her as Catwoman. Um, Danny DeVito, uh, the Penguin. Is he one of your favorite villains in the Batman universe? Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm more of a fan of the Joker, but I like his portrayal. I don't know. It's just a fun movie to watch. Um, I actually like Catwoman in this one. She's funny. So, I mean, there's a lot of funny moments in it um, that I enjoy. So, I guess... Let's put it there as honorable mention. So when you saw it as a kid, you didn't really think of it as a Christmas movie? No, I just... Just see, thought of it was a cool Batman movie? See, um, and we'll get into this later, but I'm a huge... It irks me when people say, like, certain things are Christmas movies just because it takes place around Christmas time. Like, I think it has to Ooh, have, like... That's called foreshadowing, kids. I know, right? Just because it takes place at Christmas doesn't necessarily make it a Christmas movie. I mean, it, it usually has to do, like, the plot of the movie usually should have something to do with Christmas. So I. So I, then why is this on your list? I don't know. We just watch it at Christmas time. And <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's a Christmas theme because they do talk about, like, Christmas in it a lot. and They talk about Christmas and Christmas gifts and. They have that big Christmas party in the middle yeah, of like it. Yeah, like the Christmas party and then like the mayor like trying to give to the city during Christmas time and you know the villain is kind of using the his platform for evil. But Penguin kind of had his own agenda by killing all the firstborn kids. Which kind of reminds me of like King Harold in the Bible and I'm like they kind of Yeah, you that mentioned that. the Bible where like Jesus had to escape because they were trying to kill all the firstborn sons. and But there's a Christmas theme to it. Christmas it's, is an integral part of that movie. Yeah, it's it's interweaved. It's interweaved in there. In the movie. So I could say, yes, it's a classic Christmas movie. I'll, I'll give my honorable mention. What's your honorable mention? It's Jingle All the Way. You love that movie. I do love that movie. I love Schwarzenegger and, and Sinbad, who has a great performance. You know who has really good performance in it? Phil Hartman. I think Phil Hartman is hilarious in that movie as the annoying neighbor who's blatantly hitting on Schwarzenegger's wife throughout the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not even being subtle about it. And it, he's like the single dad that all the other mothers in the neighborhood practically throw themselves at. That's funny. But he just wants Schwarzenegger's wife. Like, he doesn't really care about any of the other single moms that are in the neighborhood. And that's established in, like, the first opening scene. They're all at the karate tournament or ceremony. And every single mother there is, like, presenting him with desserts. Like, oh, here's this pie that I made for no reason. And <laughs> here's, like, here are these cookies that I made for absolutely no reason that I took to my son's karate ceremony. Who takes cookies to karate ceremony? Exactly. That's fine. And he's just, try he's just trying to be a good dad. He's, he's late sometimes. And he misses everything. But he, he wants to make it up to him by getting him this toy. 
Turbo Man. That's all over the place. Turbo Man. Remember Turbo Man? They actually had like a run of like Turbo Man dolls a couple of years ago. Turbo Man. And they sold out in minutes. I wanted one, but they sold out in like minutes. You know, this reminds me of a story my mom told me when I when I was little. She was basically fighting with all the parents in Toys R Us trying to get me this Teddy Ruskin doll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mom went through it, too, for the Power Rangers, though. She said she went through so much trying to get that. She got the last one, and I looked at him on Christmas, and I was so scared of him. I didn't even play with him. She had to put him in the back of the closet, and he didn't come out until about, like, 1999 wow. <laughs> when we moved. I love my Teddy Ruxpin. Basically, we shouldn't have gave it away because now it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, that original Teddy Rex was a lot of money. And it was in the box. I never took it. It was mint condition. You could have got some money off of that. I know, right? I was scared you, of him. Why were you scared? I don't know. He just looked really because evil. Because the mouth moved and the eyes moved and stuff? He just looked really evil. And like, and then it was around the time where Chucky came out and I was afraid my dolls were going to come to life. So I just put through them all in the back of the closet. Well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. Don't give me a Chucky doll. You're getting a good guy doll. I don't want that. You'll be friends to the end. No. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> see, see what I have to deal with. But I mean, I understand it now because they just, he just wants to give his son the perfect Christmas by yeah. getting him this one toy. And we don't have children, thank God. But <laughs> I have a lot of friends that do have children. And I just hear like the horror stories of them looking for this toy that they want or these a game that they want they have to hunt all over the city and go to like different toy stores yeah i i mean it kind of adds to the magic of christmas too because as kids you don't know what your parents went through to get you the toys that would make the holiday and you appreciate it more you appreciate it more like okay you know like i thought santa just delivered all this and now it's like i know you like, hear like the war stories the that war your stories that my mom went through to see me happy for one day just to see me open my gifts and this is what happens morning. with him he's fighting other parents he runs in the simbad who they keep competing he like throws a remote control car at him and he slips on it <laughs> his car gets stripped yeah, he winds up, remember he winds up in that uh, Santa Claus, it's like a Santa Claus gang and they're selling people knockoff toys. Oh yeah. See, it's the lens that your parents go through to make sure ben, kids are happy on Christmas morning. Yeah. You would be the person to order at Amazon Prime, like it'll be here tomorrow. But Amazon, you couldn't order online back then. I know back then, but I'm talking but, about you so, had a kid I mean, it's now. a lot easier now to find these toys. Yeah. You just may pay more because they mark up the prices but you may be able to find these toys on amazon or ebay or something he would have been able to find someone who had a turbo man and made his kids christmas without fighting with sinbad for like two hours see that would be me as a parent like i would be the one to order on amazon like hey it'll be here like three to five business days <laughs> like i'm not about to go out there and fight parents for a toy but then he becomes but he becomes Turbo Man at the end of the movie. During the parade, they have Turbo Man, and he winds up putting on the suit, and he's Turbo Man, and he's got to fight the bad guy, which ends up being Sinbad again. Like, he, <laughs> like he's all over the place. But he has to fight and save his son because he's chasing his son all over the city, Yeah. which I don't know how they 
got like a working jetpack just for a parade, but whatever. Like it was a we jet. We don't ask questions. It's a jetpack that actually worked, and he's flying around like the Rocketeer. I'm like, this is supposed to be a parade. It's the not Rocketeer. To, it's not supposed to be functional. Like it's supposed to be a show. I don't think he's supposed to have a working jetpack. Well, it's like the Macy's parade. He's a, like yeah, but they don't. Ha- they have like flying Power Rangers and Snoopy. They don't have something a jet engine strapped to someone's back well, that I'm he sure can fly all over safe. the city. It's not safe. Even if you're trained with it, it's not safe. It's, it's, well, it's a movie. Enjoy it for what it is. It was a movie then. I'm just saying, even now in 2018, we have not developed a technology <laughs> where someone can have a rocket jetpack and fly all over the place. Which I would say is pretty sad. It is pretty sad. I would think How now, far have we fallen? I know. Every day we fall further and further away from God's grace. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because we don't have jetpacks? And so much more. Flying cars. So disappointing. Anyway, what's your number three? <laughs> I'm eager to hear. You don't want to go with your number three? Oh, oh we're, oh, we're all together. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. That, that's how we do it here at Pops, too. Oh, okay. Well, my number three is Four Christmases, and it's starring Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I don't know why you're obsessed with this movie. I love this movie, and I don't know why. I don't even know where I saw it. I think I probably saw it when I was like in grad school or something, and it just so happened to, to come on, and it was just funny because it's basically about they're this couple, and they're, they live together, and they want like this non-traditional relationship where they're not attached to their families. Um, they don't have to do like their traditional holidays. They can just do whatever they, they want. They do whatever they want. They yeah. don't even go home for Christmas. Yeah, they don't go home for they Christmas. They go on a they trip. They go on trips. To but, like Fiji. But they. But the funny part is they, that but they, they lie. lie about it. Like you can't spell families without lies. That's like <laughs> that's like the motto. Like one time they were like feeding like infant starving infants. Then they say they were teaching English in Guam and or something like that. They were teaching English in like Guam. Like they'll lie and say that they were certain places over the holidays so that they don't have to spend time with their families. And you finally find out why because their families are dysfunctional in certain ways. All of them are dysfunctional. And they're, yeah, and they're trying to kind of run away from it. They're separated, so. Yeah, they're both their So they have to do four separate Christmases. Yeah, both their families are separated, so they have to go to like his mom and his father's house and then her mom and her father's house. And you kinda see like where some of their like issues lie with their families and how they don't get along and the reasons why they haven't been home for the holidays. But I think hilarity Hilarity ensues. ensues. Like as soon um, as you go to the first house which is his father's house and with his brothers. Well, the reason why they had to go to their family's house is because they had planned this Christmas trip to Fiji and then their flight got canceled. With fog. With fog. And they they happened to be on the news as the news reporter was reporting that all these flights were delayed. So their parents saw that they were still in town and they ended up having to be forced to spend Christmas with them. Um... I okay so yeah I don't know what it is about this movie where you like it's you just, have to see it every single year it's so it's it's hilarious like his, it is funny I'll give you that one because I had never seen it before like you we love started it. going together 
It's funny. I enjoy it. I'm I'm not gonna pretend like I don't enjoy it. I enjoy the movie. I like Four Christmases. I like yeah, I specifically like when they meet like Vince Vaughn's father and he's like this guy who is against like family. Well he's against, he's not really against he's not family. against family, but he's against like marriage because it didn't work out with his wife who well, I'll Vince Vaughn is against marriage. They're both against no, marriage. No, his dad is against but his, marriage. But his dad is mad. But his dad is mad at his at his mother because she left. Because yeah. remember, he he called her a whore. <laughs> he said, "I don't mean to speak ill of your mother on Christmas, but your mother's a common street whore." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, that's kind of harsh to say about the mother of but, your kids. But I did like that, and I like when as soon as. He walks in the in the house like his brothers start beating him up. Oh, his brothers are like former like MMA like, fighters, yeah, and UFC they like fighters. Yeah, they like they're UFC fighters, and they're just like bullying him. John Favreau and uh, Tim McGraw, which he's he's turned into a good actor, which I would, I didn't see that coming, but he's pretty funny in this. And they have like this. What is it like the ten dollars spending limit? They have and a ten dollars spending it. limit, but he goes ahead and buys them an Xbox three hundred and sixty. And they're like, "Where'd you find an Xbox?" They're like, for "How $10? did you find that for ten bucks?" <laughs> and then he, and then the father buys him like flashlights. And he talks about his dad doesn't love him. Yeah, <laughs> takes the streak. He takes the streak. But I would have just kind of played it off and told him it's not flashlights. I would have told him it's lightsabers, so they can like. Yeah. I don't know if you ever did that as a kid. I did because I was a Star Wars fan. Like but I had flashlights. kids were older. Like they knew. They weren't that old. They were. Yeah, they were. They were like what nine and eleven. Yeah, I, would, I guess. I would tell them they're flash. They're lightsabers. Go outside and play Star Wars. You got to be creative with kids. Okay. Like if it's an empty box, maybe it's not an empty box. It's a rocket ship. Like you got to give them something. Like if you're on a strict. Maybe it's not title belts. Maybe it's watches. You know what? <laughs> That's him below the belt right there. We didn't have enough title belts. I've never seen anybody use Okay, that. I guess you don't know what I'm talking about. When I was a kid, me and my cousin had a wrestling organization with our toys, and we had a lot. Between me and him, we had a lot of wrestlers, so we needed titles for all these wrestlers. And I only had about three or four belts that came with the wrestlers I bought. So... We needed title belts, so we used watches from my mom that she didn't use anymore. Well, some she didn't know about that we used, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so we had, so we used those as title belts. So you wrapped the watches around their waist like title belts? No. Well, sometimes we did. Other times we just put it on their shoulder, and those would be <laughs> the title belts. Well, you guys were creative. You gotta be creative. Long live the days of ACW. That was the name of our organization. Okay. That was the name of the organization. The ring is still in the basement. It is. It says ACW in the middle of the ring. That's funny. Oh. Yep. Shout out to Julian, my cousin. Hi, we Julian. Had, we had the wrestling organization. But what? back to okay. So Four Christmases. It was a funny movie. I enjoy it. I didn't understand why you were obsessed with it at first, but I get it. See. Now I'll get into my number three. Ooh. Yeah, my number three. Which, which a lot of people probably have as their favorite, which I completely understand. Which I disagree with, it, but it, go ahead. It's Die Hard. Die Hard is a Christmas classic. Die Hard is not it's a, a Christmas staple. movie. It's a staple in our household oh that we goodness. watch every year. And I know a lot of people out there watch it 
It's a great movie. It's a Christmas I agree. classic. It's a great movie, but it's, it's a not great, a Christmas one. It's a great Christmas movie. Not a Christmas. Bruce Willis said himself he it's not a say, Christmas movie. Yeah, but the writer who gave Bruce Willis all the lines in the movie said it is. Well, the writer doesn't know what he's talking about. You mean the writer who wrote the story and created the world doesn't know what he's talking <laughs> he about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay. It's Bruce Willis, and he said it's no. It's a Christmas movie. Why? Why is he? It's why not, is he in L.A.? Why is he in not, L.A.? But it's not based why is he around in LA? Christmas. It's it is based, based around, around Christmas. Saving them, and he just so happens to be at a Christmas no, party. No, it's based around Christmas. Why is he in L.A.? Why is John McClane in L.A.? To spend Christmas with his wife and kids. Oh my gosh! They start the movie off with Christmas and Hollis. That's in the beginning of the movie. Maybe for guys. And then he go, and then they choose the opportune time. Maybe because you guys rock, no. want action Christmas movies for some reason. I'm giving you, I'm giving you great points here. Because you guys like action heroes. They chose, they chose Christmas to strike to try to rob this company at the Christmas party. Okay. Yeah, silence. No. I'm just... Christmas is an integral part throughout this whole film, this whole Christmas classic. I'm just. Gonna... It's up there. I'm just going to say 10. that. I'm, you're just going to say that you're wrong. No, I'm going to say that you're one of say us that is you're wrong. wrong and it happens to be you. And it happens to be the one wearing a purple shirt right now, which is you. I'm not wrong. Yes, you are. Because it's Christmas classic. Well, if that was, if that's what makes you happy, let's go with it. A great performance by... I like Bruce Willis. I know, it was a great performance by Bruce Willis, but I also was going to say Reginald Vell Johnson. Unsung hero of Die Hard. I mean, Carl. Carl. That's what I was getting into. He plays a cop a lot. He's a good cop, though. But he plays a cop a lot. He was a he cop was in Die Hard. He was a cop in Die Hard 1 and 2. He was a cop in Turner Hooch. Cop in Family Matters. He was a cop in Family Matters. He was a cop in Ghostbusters. Remember, he goes and gets them out of jail. Yeah, I think he probably was typecast. He's like, the mayor cop. wants you. The whole island's going crazy. And then he walks up. That, that was his line. <laughs> that was his line. <laughs> that was his line of Ghostbusters. Practice for two months for he two play, lives. Well, he, pl- he plays a cock well. And he played it a lot. I guess you find one thing that you're good at. Hey, you don't let it go. He's still getting a paycheck either way. I guess so. But in closing, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It yeah. should be on everyone's list as favorite Christmas movies. Uh, favorite Everyone, action movie, not Christmas. That too. It's a favorite action Christmas movie. Just like Lethal Weapon, but that's a different story. Everyone should watch it for Christmas. Okay, so basically you have two Christmas movies, The Honorable Mention and Die Hard. Is that what you're telling me? No, that's not what I'm telling you. (laughs) It's three Christmas movies and an Honorable Mention. Three favorites and an Honorable Mention. Mm -hmm. That's what we have here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do your number two. My number two is a Christmas classic for us all. It is a Christmas story. Now, many people may have watched this on the Christmas Eve marathon on TBS. They do a marathon every year, so you can't miss it. The 24 hours Christmas movie marathon on TBS. They play it back to back. And so since my family celebrates on Christmas Eve, we've always tend to like catch it on TV. And I'm like used to watching it at night. Or before everybody comes over. So I've kind of integrated it with the holiday. I guess it's it's just like the classic family and what they go through during the holiday season. And it reminds me of 
growing up as a kid, waiting for Christmas vacation to come to see what gifts that you asked Santa for all year. Um, Those are the best. Like being in school and you live. Yeah, like you could to have. I don't even think they get two weeks off anymore. I don't because we had like ten days off, but I think they just get like the week. We would get off like December twenty first, and then we wouldn't go back until after New after year. the New Year. And I love it. I live for that period because it just be just be able to relax. But you it, know, the weird part is like as an adult, Christmas comes so quickly, and then as a kid, like it took for it took ever, forever to get for here. Christmas vacation to come, like goodness, like hurry up and get here. Like, I'm tired of sitting through English class. Can I just... Like, that period between, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas vacation took yeah, it, the longest. Yeah, it was rough. And but now, now it's, it's like, like you two blink. pay periods and you're at Well, that's just being an adult, because now we got to buy gifts. Yeah, it comes... It, it comes As a kid, you didn't really have to... You just made your parents something, you just and then waited. you were good. All you had to do was wait. Like, you made an ornament or something, or a cutout. Or card, it is like everyone was happy. But now it's like, I got to buy gifts. It's not enough time. Yeah. And the sad part is like when I was a kid, I used to get like a little allowance and I would buy people Christmas gifts from it. But my Christmas gifts were like so small because I didn't have any money. Right. I think I gave my aunt like a soap dish one year. <laughs> and I still feel bad for that. I'm like, man, I didn't have any money. And now it's like, ironically, I still don't have any money. So she's getting a soap dish. It's like I'm saying. in my 30s and I still want to give people a soap, a soap dish, dish for Christmas because I don't have any money. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, at least I thought. Yeah. Did you ever want a BB gun after watching this? No, I never did. I never understood that. But BB guns are awesome. I mean, I, I kind of didn't look at like the gifts more so. I looked at like the things that happened around Christmas, like when his friend Flick got his tongue stuck on the pole. That was Ironically, it was on the news today. A kid did that. A kid, like, stuck his tongue on a pole. Did it really get stuck? Yes. He said it was the most excruciating six minutes of his life. <laughs> Did they call the fire department? I don't think they called the fire department. I think he got, like, his brother, and his brother got, like, his mom or something. You but have... it was on the news today, like, because he was watching a Christmas story. See? Where's Flick? <laughs> where's Flick? And I also like when he, where he swore, and then they asked him where he learned it from, his and he father. told him Flick. He was like, his father? No. Your son. What I do, mom? What, what I, I do, mom? And she just came in whooping him. That was back in the day. That's messed where, up. No, but that's back in the day. Like where, he sacrificed like, your parents, his own friend. Like he sacrificed the whooping. But that was he let his yeah. boy take the fall. But that was back in the day when parents like were allowed to beat you. Yeah, that, <laughs> and they trusted you because if you caught somebody house and said like your kid did this, they didn't question you as a parent. They knew you were looking out. It was like the village was raising the kids. Nowadays, you don't know. If that were happened now, the mothers would get into a fight. Yeah, now people get like, mad. If you like, why are you telling kid. me about what my kid did? Don't worry about that. Like, It'll be a fight. Before they reprimanded They'd be cussing each other out. Yeah. I mean, and she didn't even question it. Like, you could have, somebody could have called your house and no, lied on your yeah. kid. And she, they got a He did lie reason. on her kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they were like, thinking like that was the case like you just think he just your got, kid she did didn't something, ask I'm yeah gonna she didn't them. ask questions she just walked in his room took the strap and he just had to take it well she didn't yeah and then the other mom put like soap in his mouth yep i was like that's that's going a little bit too far but and then the father won the award it was the lamp the leg lamp the leg fragile. lamp fragile. it's french 
It's French. <laughs> it's and she French. broke the lamp like. Yeah, she you, broke it. You used all the glue up on purpose. <laughs> that so was many funny. great moments in that movie. It was. It was. It's fun. It just shows like the magic of Christmas and how you couldn't wait as a kid. So. Yeah, that's the ultimate magic of Christmas story. Yeah. The ultimate Christmas story. So what's your number? It is the exact opposite of yours. It's Bad Santa. Love Bad Santa. I don't know why you love this movie I love so Bad Santa. It was hilarious. I saw it when I was older. I was. A, it's funny. Yeah, I was, I was older. It, it cracked me up, and it became my Christmas Eve movie for a very long time. Like, I used to watch it every single Christmas Eve. Like, I got it on DVD, and I watch it every Christmas Eve because it was that funny to me. It's the... So quintessential anti-Christmas Christmas movie. So what's the funniest moments that you like in it? Well, a lot of the funniest moments I can't really say because there's a lot of swearing involved. But it's <laughs> it's full of just swearing and, and he's having sex all over the place. He's having sex in cars. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton's having sex in a car. He's having sex in dressing rooms. He's he's having a lot of sex. Just the room. idea of Billy Bob Thornton as Santa just kind of makes it go... He's drinking alcohol, Sideways. like, all the time. Like, he's the exact opposite of what you hope your department Santa is like. <laughs> like, imagine taking your kid to this guy, and he's, like, making fun of your kid or cussing at him, or he shows up, and he pissed his pants. But the funny part is they probably do that behind closed doors. Like, they probably, probably do when they're like, done. mad they gotta work as a department Santa. Probably, but, they, but I mean, they smile Billy they Bob, like, kid. shows up, and he showed up drunk. Like, he showed up. The only reason he got up the stairs was because it was an escalator. He was like laid out. <laughs> <laughs> he was very he was passed out and 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 his little elf was like, How am I supposed to get him to the car? I like the little elf. <laughs> he was like, draw me a, like draw me a diagram of how I'm supposed to get him to the car. <laughs> He's funny though. I like his the elf. Yeah, they're both funny. I lo- and, and Bernie Mac and John Ritter are hilarious. I think it was John Ritter's last movie. Bernie Mac just does what he does. Yeah. It was classic Bernie Mac. Any any movie with Bernie Mac is going to be funny. It's not one for, for kids, though. You can't take your kids to see. It's an adult Christmas classic. It's an adult Christmas classic. That's what it is for me. It was an adult Christmas classic. I have Christmas classics that I watched as kids. But this one is one I caught when I was it an adult. It shows the harsh reality of Christmas <laughs> for adults everywhere. <laughs> and the kid, Thurman Merman, I, you just felt sorry Thurman for him. Merman. Kid has, like, no friends. and But he was so gullible. He's gullible, but you root for him. He's, he's a good kid. Like, he really believed he was Santa. It's like, really? Well, no, he didn't. Remember, later on, he was like, I know you're not the real Santa, but I thought you'd give me a gift because we're friends. And then he felt bad. And then he felt bad, remember? Because he made him that pickle. It was supposed to be a wooden pickle, but it was red because he bled on it. He cut his hand making the pickle. I found it funny when he was eating his advent calendar candy. Oh, he tore that advent calendar up. Then he tried to put, like, Tic Tacs in it. He put, like, random stuff in it. (laughs) To fill it. Because he felt bad because he was drunk and then ate all his chocolate and then saw what he... He destroyed it. He destroyed the advent calendar. And then he opened it. He was like... (laughs) He's like, there's an aspirin in this one. So he just started filling it with random stuff. It was like an aspirin and candy corn. It was like a tic Like, it's a candy corn in this one. He's like, they can't all be winners, can they? <laughs> <laughs> they had to fill like 25 days of candy. Yep. It's wrong in all the right ways because it's hilarious. It's just, it's just a good like movie. To it's just a good laugh. Laugh, too, yeah. 
And what's funny about Billy Bob Thornton, like he played this character and then he's pretty much been the same person ever since. Like every role he's had since Bad Santa, he's been the same person. But it just seems like him, Like he doesn't though. even try anymore. It seems like the way he would act, like his his cynical nature like comes through and it's like I could tell like you probably feel the same way about certain things and that's why it comes so naturally. So, probably. Yeah, I agree. I didn't really watch it until... You're welcome, by the way. Another movie that you put me on Yeah, to. you're welcome. And you're like, I watch Bad Santa every Christmas Eve. I'm like, why? <laughs> because it's hilarious. That's why. You like comedies. I, I don't know never... why you say why. You love comedies. I know, but I've just never seen Bad Santa until then. And I never thought to like, look into Christmas it classic. that much. But I, I'm glad that I watched it. It's a funny movie. So now, oh boy, number one. Drum roll, please. Get the air horn out. You have to make it. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> Go with your um, number one. Okay. So I'm excited about this because this is like my favorite Christmas movie of all time. It is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, I thought you were going to say Die Hard. No? Go ahead. Anyways, so... I am a huge fan of the National Lampoon movies, um, but Christmas Vacation is by far the best one for me. Um, I love Chevy Chase, uh, Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quah, who plays his cousin Eddie. So it, it's just funny because I used to, it has a kind of sentimental value to me as well because me and my mom used to watch it every year. It's one of her favorite movies too. And back when we only had like three movie channels on TV, we would wait and Christmas Vacation would come and we would wait to see if Christmas, the movie Christmas Vacation came on and we would watch it together. So it was something we did like every year. So basically he tries to put together this, this family vacation, um, this family holiday and during Christmas vacation. Yeah, him and his kids and then his parents and then and her, her parents. parents. Yeah, so and they then, all like, his come. And cousin Eddie shows, shows up. up and like it's a great house clerk. Thanks, Eddie. Eddie! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, he, first he is kind of waiting for like his christmas bonus at his job and his boss is, which like, i don't horrible. get like he put money down on a pool like he made a down payment but he didn't have the rest of the money to pay for well, it he kind of yeah he kind of put down the money before he even knew exactly he had it. that and, wasn't a smart move but it was basically like they got their christmas bonus every year and then this year his boss that year, his boss happened to cut it out to save money, and he gave him, like, memberships to, like, the Jelly of the Jelly Month Jelly of the Club. Month Club. And it kind of arrived, like, during Christmas Day when his family was there, and he went off, which is, like, well, actually, um, Richard Dreyfus was really good as his boss, which I actually talked to him at Comic-Con, which was pretty cool. That wasn't Richard Dreyfus. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Look it up. Oh, I'll look it up. Maybe it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Well, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus was in it. Yes, she was in it. And my mom loves Seinfeld, so that was his neighbor, so she enjoyed that. I always like the same line where where he's cutting the tree. <laughs> he's like, where are you going to put that thing? He's like, bend over and I'll oh. show you. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I wasn't talking to you. And he looks at her. It was funny, but they were annoying anyway. I enjoyed it because I think this movie appreciates 
It's and aged value. really well. Yeah, it. That's what I was gonna say, and I and I was gonna say that it ages very well because as a kid it was funny, but as an adult it's even funnier because I can relate to it. Like everybody has those pressures of the holiday of like the stress of planning and getting family together and the financial strain. Exactly. And so like, you can relate to Clark a lot more. Yeah, I can relate to him. Like even now, it's like, oh, like I want to put together like the best Christmas, and I want to get all like gifts and and cook and do all this stuff. And it's like you can pretty much drive yourself crazy, which is what happened with him. And everyone has like a cousin Eddie, and they kind of show up and they act like they don't want to impose, but then like they end up asking for stuff or you end up paying for things and they're overstaying their welcome they overstay their welcome and or you have yeah or you have like the one senile relative that was funny though like that like they she just, wrapped the cat yeah like she wrapped her cat and she was singing like this, this one's leaking <laughs> she put the cat food in the jello they asked her to say the grace and, and she said the uh, pledge of allegiance no first he was like say the grace and she's like oh grace she died Five years ago, and the, he blessing. the blessing, the blessing. Yeah, he and so good. she starts singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> I always enjoy like the part where he goes off. My that's my mom's favorite part. I think that's everyone's favorite part because he, he like, does goes, that in every movie. So you're pretty much just waiting for everything <laughs> to go wrong, so where he just loses it. And he goes lost nuts. his cool. Then he's like, "Where's the Tylenol?" Because he does it in every single National Lampoon's movie. He did it in Summer Vacation, and I think he did it in Europe. I think he did it the Vegas one, which is very underrated, by the way. Vegas is good. I like the Vegas one, but it's underrated. All right, that was your number one. This is my number one. It's Home Alone. It's a great Christmas movie. I don't think it's an action movie like Stuber was trying to say, although a lot of people agree with him, which I thought was interesting. That's funny. But it's a great... I don't think he's... I don't think Macaulay Culkin is an action hero. hero. I mean, I think Stewart took that pretty far, but okay. But it's a great Christmas classic. I used to watch that every single year. Like, when I was a kid, Mm. me and my mom would watch that every Christmas Eve. And I still need to watch it till this day. During December, Home Alone is something I have to see. I love Home Alone too as well, but the first one is something... I definitely need to see. I remember me, my mom and my dad took me to see Home Alone 2 in the theaters. Home Alone 2 was great. I loved Home Alone 2 in New York. And I love the city of New York, too, so. Yeah, I could see that. Home Alone was good. I mean, it. Like, he's just trying to save his house. I don't know how his father afforded all those trips, but. Yeah, I I don't know what his father did. Like, and he lived in a big house. And he took his whole family. He took his family. And his brother's family. It was like 15 of them on a plane to Paris. I'm like, how did you get... Like 16 people to Paris. And it's not just... That's not a cheap trip. How do you get international flights during Christmas time for your entire family? Well, I have a theory. I I think he was a money launderer for for the mob. (laughs) That's the the only way that explains it. Like, he seems like a money guy, good with numbers. He's an accountant. He might have been an accountant. He, he knows nothing. Like, he's a money launderer. I think he's a money launderer. I don't know. I think that's what he did. And then the crazy part is, when they found out, like, he was still at home, then they all of a sudden got, like, flights back. and Well, they couldn't get any flights back. No, they, after Like, they had while, to wait, like, four waited, days. They waited, but then they... And then she was, like, driving all over short. the world. 
anywhere that she could go. But they cut their vacation short. And that's a lot of money, too. Because yeah. she's, like, taking flight after flight trying to get back to Chicago. That's what I'm saying. How did you... And you had emergency money banked in case something happened. In case so something that happened. you could go back and forth like that. I'm like, how? I'm, How'd I'm you afford you. all that? Money launder. Okay. Whatever he was doing, it was illegal. There's no way he could afford that much well, money. Well, Macaulay Culkin was doing some illegal stuff, too. So, I well, guess he got it from I think he, I think he's just crazy. Like, I don't know why yeah, he didn't I don't think, just call the cops. Yeah, Stuber was like he's an action hero, but I think he's a pretty sadistic kid. Like, I... Yeah, he got joy from for torturing these guys. He seems like... The, for, like, over two movies. Like, he really got off doing this stuff. It seems like when he got older, he probably, like, tortured people in his basement. Like, just... Because he fun. really didn't need to be, like, Dexter and torture animals because he had, like, two robbers to torture Well, for his youth. My thing is, when I got older, I'm like, why did he just call the cops? Like, it would have been so simple. It would have been a lot easier to said, call the cops. But you wouldn't have had a movie. You wouldn't have had this great Christmas these classic. These people are trying to rob my house. Could you please help me? And then the end of the movie... And you can relate, because as most kids watched it, you'd be like, hey, I'd like to do that. We thought it was fun. It's empowering, and it was, though. It is empowering. And he used stuff, like, around the house. He used feathers and an iron and a BB gun. See, he had a BB gun, even though it was his brother's, and he stole it, but still. And he used his micro machines. Like, he used household items that a kid would have to defend his house. He defended yeah. his house, so I'll give him that. He stood tall, defended his household. The sticky bandits. From the from first, the, they were the wet bandits. They were the wet bandits, and they the didn't transform bandits. until the sticky bandits. So they got to New York, and then they were taken down by a bunch of birds. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> the bird woman. <laughs> the bird lady. <laughs> but yes, I think it's it's my number one favorite. It's up there. I'm it's excited. a top Christmas classic. When I, I was think. picking mine, I was like Home Alone. Well, I like Home Alone too. You like two better. Mm-hmm. I like Tim Curry. I respect it. Yeah. I like one better, but I, I get why people I like I like when they were in the hotel, like you were with Cliff. And they're and like, the, oh, the security guy's name was Cliff? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> they were like crawling on the ground because they thought he was like shooting Like it's a madman about. That was but funny. I think that's going to do it for this Christmas-themed episode. Yes. I want to thank my co-host, the lovely, beautiful... Dr. Nicole Ferguson for hanging with me and talking Christmas movies. And I enjoyed this episode. It was fun. You had fun? Yes. I love talking about my favorite holiday. And I just hope everybody out there in Pop Stew Land has a happy holiday. Don't hurt anyone when you're looking for those Christmas presents. Yeah, don't fight anybody over It's not worth man. it. It's not worth punching someone in the eye for a turbo man. Your kid won't care on December 26th. Yeah, it's probably going to be put up afterwards. It'll be in the closet with Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> but that about does it. She is Dr. Nicole. I'm your host, AK. And this has been Pop Stew.